Hello everyone and welcome to It Is In Us Now, It Is In U.S. Now, a podcast that encourages independent deep thought, inner reflection, positive vibrations, benevolent opinion, self-discovery, awareness and awakening, selfless intent, self-reliant research, freedom to express and experience, and the proliferation of insightful constructive gems of information. I am your host, Gil C., bringing you this podcast from the ever-awakening U.S. of America, and am extremely delighted to bring you this episode number 41. Well, I certainly do hope that everybody has enjoyed um, the holiday time, the solstice. We've had much going on recently um, with those two events passing, as well as a full moon, which we will not see in combination with the solstice until 2094, where I will be 100 and, I don't know, 11 years old or 13, something like that. Uh, Is that what I figured out last time? I don't know. Um... Yeah, so I um, had a good time myself. Thank you for wondering. Uh, I did get a chance to see family, even though I personally do not celebrate holidays, uh, which is a discussion for another time and another day. Um, Out of respect, uh, recognition, and um, I don't know, uh, I guess mainly those two things uh, and acceptance Uh, I I do participate in celebrations with those who find themselves, um, you know, with that life path. I I do not, I do not mind or, nor does it matter. Um, I just find it uh, that these celebrations are a wonderful way to encourage unity, harmony, oneness, you know, to get together, to... uh, remembrance of joyful times. So for all that they are, I really am grateful that these holidays exist in order to remind us of what's important, what is truly important to uh, to everyone who honors and celebrates these in their life. So I really do hope that everyone who does celebrate, you know, had a great, great day um, and a great week as so much occurred in this span of, I guess, a week and a half or so. Um, It is the day after Christmas, and um, I just felt like I would get on the ball and start podcasting. I I really have a directed train of thought tonight. However, the podcast itself is unscripted and completely free flow, free thought. There are just a few things that were on my mind as of late that I feel like have kind of been building to this. And I mentioned in a podcast or two ago uh, that I had played with some ideas that I had wanted to speak towards. And I had mentioned the ideas, but I didn't really delve into them. And I feel like the thought that we're going to go over tonight... um, I guess it was waiting for the right moment to come out... Um, of the four different thoughts that I wanted to expand on, uh, which was the Christ oil and celibacy or abstinence, honesty and theft, um, empathic accelerations, and then, of course, the um, slightly uh, jiving love and desperation in a lusty world. Um, 
the one that I think stirred the most and has now found a way to present itself would be considering honesty and theft. Although I do feel like it should be also a matter of integrity. Um, and I will, I guess, I don't know. I, the crazy thing is like just before this, when I was getting ready to podcast for the solstice, I found this amazing article on, um, on self-integrity and, uh, it was, uh, I didn't get to read all of it. So I, I, what I wanted to do was finish reading that article so I could just kind of expand on what it made me feel and, uh, what I connected with or what resonated with me as points to bring out. Um, cause again, you know, when you're doing your self-reliant research, you don't want to completely, um, take on everything or every opinion that you're uh, finding or reading or viewing or listening to so much as the bits and pieces that fit into your own personal puzzle that you want to apply or that may need to be applied in your life because not everything is going to be identical for everybody. Um, We are all individuals. We have all been given the ability to think differently, express differently, to formulate ideas and thoughts and concepts differently. And so therefore, not any one idea is necessarily going to match everybody. Uh, That's not to say that you can't find a group of people who can, um, I guess, harbor or feel the same way or think in the same way as you might, but what I'm just trying to say is like, we can't expect everybody to fit into the same puzzle. We have to piece our own puzzle together. And life is great because if you're looking for the information, it will be presented to you, but it's not going to be presented in such an obvious, you know, conspicuous way. The thing about life and the trick to it is figuring out where the information falls into place and how we can take that information and assimilate it or apply it to our lives and complete our puzzle so we can get a full picture of what our purpose is here in this life. And if not the purpose, perhaps a better and more clear direction towards the path or destiny that we are supposed to take in this life. It's not always so clear for everybody. And I'm telling you, like I have been through my fair share of experiences so much so that I, I truly feel that this life I am currently living is completely a repeat of every single lesson that I may have learned, or at least the most important ones, or the ones that maybe that I came closest to not figuring out. And it's just, they're all happening happening in rapid succession. Um, there are other bits of information that I've been getting about attachments and, uh, and different perspectives on that word attachment to extend itself to things beyond a material, like, Uh, material idea, which brings us to tonight's topic, since it's, we're talking about materialism, um, and not, not necessarily materialism in the sense that, like, that's what this topic is about, because theft, stealing, and taking things that do not belong to you or to an individual, 
has more to do than with just materialism. Um, And so I kind of thought like tonight, the more appropriate title for the podcast episode would be Theft, Gratitude, and Faith. And I really feel like they tie into each other in an interesting way, depending on how one looks at it. Um, First of all, I know there are many, many reasons for people to steal. Uh, Some people steal because they say they have to. Uh, Some people steal because they feel they can get away with it. Some people steal because they feel they deserve it or are owed something. Uh, Some people steal because they feel they need to. Um, Now, before I continue, I am in no way trying to use this podcast to sound like there is a passing of judgment. I am in no way the judge of anybody because I can tell you I have been there. You know, I can probably talk about most of the experiences in my life that people would consider a sin by the standard of a religious belief and tell you I've been there. Okay, and tell you I may have been that person at some point. I just know that there is always a turning point in a person's life when things become so clear that you, the individual stops and reassesses what they've done in their life or where they've gone, and they realize that those behaviors or those uh, circumstances are no longer pertaining to or extenuating or what have you. So in no way am I trying to say like, if you are an individual who has stolen something or who steals, am I trying to pass a judgment? Because again, like who am I to judge if I've been the one in that shoe? Um, I'm just trying to share what I, the, I'm trying to share a perception of that kind of um, action or behavior. Uh, I know that growing up, um, if I stole something, it was generally out of uh, desire. Uh, like I remember being a child, literally a child, and stealing a comic book. And I may have. Um, I may have said this uh, experience on the podcast before, but I'm pretty sure I did. But just, you know, to, I guess, just to refresh everybody. Um, I remember being young. I know I was younger than 10, maybe eight, maybe nine. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. But taking a comic book from a comic store um, or like changing price labels to get something a comic for cheaper and I remember feeling such immense guilt such immense guilt um for it that every time I heard a police siren like going down the highway or down the road I swear to god they were coming for me and um you know later growing up and knowing better I think like in my younger teen years maybe 13 or 14 um I I I think I remember stealing like an eyeliner from a store you know just different little things and, and other things that I'm not so proud to talk about or re- would rather want to talk about, but I've had these experiences in my life 
where it was it was done for no good apparent reason you know there was no need for any of these stupid childish things that I, I would do and really having gone through that kind of behavior and not like really facing a heavy consequence was I was very fortunate of course I was never dumb or I don't know if dumb would be the right word dumb daring um or greedy enough to steal something that would like if I was caught would land me like with a fine a a ticket or in jail you know um but when I stopped and I looked at other people that I knew personally in my life, you know, um, between that point and maybe say about five or six years ago, I start and people who were more daring or greedy or desperate, like I started realizing that the, those people and some of them were very close to me. Um, they always ended up with very little in the end. Always, and that is a saying that I go by to this day. Those who steal will end up with less in the end. Um, they, especially for those who steal um, out of a greed, I would say, because even though in that moment, like they are obtaining items and stuff like that, they are getting things and they may have things that they want or didn't or, or never had or what have you for I have to go back to like for whatever reason people might steal because it's it's going to be different for everyone who does um, or at least there's going to be a broader spectrum of reasons why I mean they might all fall under a, a similar category but really everyone is going to give you a different reason right so like um I just noticed like they would be on this uppity high or they would uh it just it nothing ever worked out for them in the end and and again about let's see eight years ago maybe nine years ago I um when I started coming into the way I think nowadays uh which is trying to be a better person um, and not for the sake of like being better than someone but just for the sake of of having personal integrity in my morals and my beliefs and trust me they've been all over the place I mean I've I've been self-destructive um, I've been extremely hard on myself um, I've been self-deprecating in, in not a good way um, I have done things to myself that I probably um, people would probably wonder how such an intelligent person would make such stupid choices. Um, but going on to that path, like, and, and learning things and studying things like the four agreements and, and the principles of Reiki and, and learning that, you know, when an individual takes something that does not belong to them and that does not have like the universal seal of approval for this is your property or this is your, um, this is in your scope of, you know, abundance. Um, it just, it, it didn't work out for, uh, for, it didn't work out if it wasn't intended to be yours. 
Um, so how did I see like gratitude and faith like tied into the topic of theft, stealing or thievery? Um, I have to say for the individual who might steal out of desperation, like my heart goes out to you because I feel like when a person is in that mode, um, they don't really see a light at the end of the tunnel, you know, like, and, you know, maybe they're hungry or maybe like, I don't know, maybe they just want something better for themselves or their family and I get it. Um, and I think that's where I tie in faith. Now, I know a few people in my life who have had to do that for those reasons. And I think that's why it's kind of like a sensitive subject because I can't imagine what it is like for them to feel that amount of desperation to have to do something like that. But at the same time, being so blind to to not realize that by going about it that way, it's really making things worse for themselves. Um... And so I empathize. I really do. I, I I guess I would pray for people in that situation. I mean, at this point in our lives, like, we can't be, you know, the quote-unquote hero for people who are in that position. We can only hope for the best for them because we are not the ones to make their decisions. Uh, we are not the ones who... Um, who can fix problems. I mean, if they have an issue, there's got to be something there that's rooted. There's got to be something there that they're not seeing. And and unfortunately, sometimes making those like decisions is just part of the learning lesson to help them get onto a path. I just would hope that you know, they are met with mercy if there's a reckoning for that. Um, I understand that people feel like they don't have a choice. And it's very hard. It's very hard to, to talk about it from that aspect. Because I understand. You know, I understand that we go through a lot in this life, but I guarantee you, we don't go through more than we can handle. Um, that is something that I truly believe in. As worse as it gets after it's over, you look back on an experience and you go like, oh my God, I can't believe, like, did that really happen? You know, did I really go through this? You know, in that that period of time, you know, I know I've had those experiences where I'm like, damn, you know, you know, in, in the history book of this life of mine, like those two or three years were dark years for me to have to go through just to walk into something that felt more breathable. Um, and so there's, there's that aspect of, of, of theft that I, I think about, you know, um, it shows a lack of faith. It shows that there's no trust in how things are. And, and if you can't trust where you're at, which I feel like it, I feel torn saying that because some people have it so bad, like they probably hear these words as a slap in the face. Like, 
some people are homeless and are probably thinking like, how can he say this? How can he say that I don't have faith when I don't have anything, you know? But I I, I don't want to put like the chalk on the board so hard, but really as an individual, stop and assess how you got there. Stop and assess how you got there. Stop and assess what's available to help. And then try and make the effort. And and I, I wish and pray for courage and strength for people in that situation. Um, energy. I, mean, I, t- I talk about sending light and love and energy. And, and for people in that situation, I, I truly, truly do that. You know, I just... I I can't direct somebody. I can't do I can't do that. I, I can't, you know. <laughs> one of my favorite people in the world told me once, you know, Gil, you cannot be a hero to everybody. And of course I was very, very young when I was told that and, and very, very naive, but those words stuck with me and I was able to apply them, you know, ten years later, ten years ago. And um I'm sorry, not 10 years ago. <laughs> 10 years later, yes. Um, but maybe six or seven years ago. They just, it just, it made sense, you know. And then that coupled with other things that I've learned, it's just, uh, it's just, it's all fit together to make sense to me. Um, theft, thievery, and stealing when it comes to terms of gratitude. This one is... The person who has what they need, can afford what they need, possibly has more than they need. And because of a thrill, because of greed, or because of ego, like something is owed to them or they're deserved of something, they steal. And that one is very, very important to me because above all, I feel like it shows a lack of gratitude. And the reason why I say this is because there is no need for that individual to take that action. They are not appreciating what they have They're not appreciating that they have more than others in some instances. Um, If they're taking from their established place of work, then they're biting the hand that feeds them. And I don't see, I don't see anything beneficial coming out of that. I see a very, very hard life lesson coming out of that when an individual bites the hand that feeds them. Um, if it were a matter of like kleptomania, I, or I mean, I would say what chemical imbalance. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. I could, I, I can't say I don't condone that because if a person is on that form of a mental disorder, then I guess really it's not their fault. But for the people who do it just because they can get away with it when they have what they need or they're being provided for on some level, like, for example, 
when I moved into my apartment first time by myself, not knowing if I could make it, like and throwing all of my faith and 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 uh, feeling so grateful for realizing that I could make it, I feel like if I had come to a point where I was stealing something, I think I would have lost it all. You know, uh, some of the things that I have lost per se over the course of these past two or three years, I, I don't own up to an action or a course like that. It Those changes in my life that happened these last maybe two years um, where I felt like there was a lack of something, I feel like that was owned to something else. And that will probably come up in a discussion at a later point. But I just have to say for the individual who takes what's not theirs or covets what they don't have. Just be aware that we are fully capable of making our choices and our decisions, but we are not capable of choosing the consequence. And reevaluate where you are standing and why you are doing what you're doing. Because if you have a means and are provided for, and when I say provided for, I am talking like spiritually or like you're being looked out for, like you're making ends meet and then some, or you have things, you have things that most people don't have or you have privileges that people may not have and I'm talking about like a fridge that always has food or you know clothing or a bed to sleep in you know um fun material things I say that because I I don't believe having material things makes a person materialistic I believe the way a person reacts to those material things makes them materialistic. And um, it's okay to have nice things and, and, and be the kind of person who likes nice things. But if an individual goes off the deep end because something breaks or even gets stolen or gets lost, um, maybe reevaluate the importance of that material thing in your life and, and realize that it's not life. You know, it's not import- as important as life. That's what makes a person materialistic. But if we're an individual who is stealing not for a, ne- a, a need or a necessity or what have you, or a desperation... It really does show a lack of gratitude for the things that you have. Um, and just be aware of that. And and two things spurned this thought tonight. And initially the first thought, and they're both they're both very recent experiences that I I have fallen witness to um, or became, you know, an ear to. Um, the first one happened uh, probably about what, three weeks ago, maybe. And, um, I was working in my store 
And where I work, I, I'm part of a resource for students. And as it was graduation time, um, the store that I work at is kind of like the middleman for graduate regalia. Well, a student walked in to pick up her regalia. And after, you know, signing off for it, and she decided she was going to shop around and did so and walked out with a garment that she did not pay for. And of course, it's a small store and I have a lot of retail experience. So I knew right away what she had done. I just didn't have the immediate evidence other than, you know, a peculiar behavior, a slight um, thickness in her arms that wasn't there when she walked in. And then of course, after I looked at the video footage, I was just like, oh wow, like I was 100% right. You know, like I had this, this girl pegged, you know, not from the minute that she walked in, but from the moment when she was walking out because she really put on a front for me, which was another way of knowing that she had done this before. And I'm gathering based on that, she was more than likely someone who was stealing not out of desperation, She was stealing because she either felt she deserved it, it was owed to her, or for the thrill of stealing. And, um, you know, she was caught um, not thinking that she just signed off for graduate regalia that we would have name, phone number, and contact information for. So getting this individual was very, very easy. Um... And I mean, I, I from that point on, I, I, I don't know, nor do I care what her consequence became, um, because that's not for me to say, right? Um, I just was kind of like, you know, the person that this individual was going to come up to. And I have to tell you, like, I could not look her in the face. I, I knew immediately that she was trying to con me and um, she didn't deserve my attention. I only looked at her in the eyes to let her know that the company I was working for was going to press charges, Um, which again was not my decision. If it was my decision, yes, I would have pressed charges, but it wasn't, it's not my business. So I have to rely on my superiors or my heads to tell me what the course of action would be and considering how everything was played out um you know they felt that it would be appropriate to press charges so so they we did um but i mean i i just i was i was dumbfounded you know to think that i was i am in a place of higher education where people pay for their education and yet still show a lack of gratitude because not everyone has the privilege to go to school. You know, not everyone has the chance to further their education, you know, past what is like looked at as the requirement. Um, And it was just very disheartening at the moment, you know, to think that they would risk that accomplishment 
for a $42 jacket, you know, I just, I, it, I just, I don't know, but anyways, so that was the first one, and, 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 and that really is the, the thought that inspired me to want to talk about this. Now, the second one, um, hit a little bit closer to home because it's someone that I, I know fairly well and that, you know, I do love. And when this individual told me they had taken something, I was just like, what? You know, I, and and again, I'm not passing judgment, you know, I just, when I look at the choices that people make now, and I look at what they have in their lives and how their lives are going, when, when someone throws a curveball at me like that, because I know how I feel about stealing. I know where my heart is. I know I have integrity to that. You know, I can, you know, I don't know. I can look at a cash drawer and not even think, man, I wish I had this money. You know, I, and I don't have a lot of money. You know, I'm not like, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm not, well, I guess I'm going to say it, right? Like, I'm not what you could say financially secure, right? I basically live check to check. Um, But when I open a register, I never think like, dang, you know, like I wish I could. Now, when I was younger, like 16 to maybe 22 or 23, when I didn't understand what it meant to really earn money or to save money. If I looked at a cash drawer, I would probably think like, oh, wow, if I had that money, I could get a new pair of pants or I could go out or I could take a trip. But like, I mean, those are really superficial things, right? Um, I didn't steal, but I mean, I know that thought would cross my mind. But nowadays with the idea that our thoughts are really like what shape and mold our reality like our thoughts are really like the genesis of our actions like I don't even dare to think that you know I don't need just like I won't watch a violent act on TV because I know the subconscious cannot tell the difference between what's reality and what's not reality and if I see a car accident my body's going to react internally like I'm the one in the car accident I don't want to think like about the money that's not mine in those terms. I don't want to think about those material items that might make my my life a little bit easier or might make my life a little bit more glamorous. I don't want to think about those things in those terms. I don't even want to let that thought cross my mind because it's the genesis of something. And it's it's so important like to keep ourselves guarded against those thoughts. You know, if a person is grateful for what they have, this will never be an issue because they will always feel like they have enough. And and that is my thing about this because gratitude is so important. Gratitude is one of the most important things to feel and express and to share. And A person can say up and down that they are grateful and that they have faith, but if they're doing these, this, this, especially this one act, you know, I mean, there are plenty of other things that we need to look out for, but desiring what's not your own is not a good thing because 
we have what we're supposed to have and we get what we're intended to get and we're not supposed to have any more than that okay you know i i, I don't know if that makes sense to you all but anyways that last experience that was brought to my attention just really threw me off you know i i really do hope that this person makes a few readjustments in their thought process cuz this person is a good individual good heart you know fairly level head but at the same time i mean i don't know i i just i got to say like i guess that they're still learning and i mean and that's okay i just don't want them to have to learn the hard way because i care for the people in my life and i care for what they go through regardless of whether they're putting themselves through it or not um it's important to me to know that those that are mine and in my own are taken care of and you know i just expect a little bit more from them i guess and and not in a judgmental like over like ex- over i don't know expected way um i mean i might do that to myself but i just i feel very highly about the people in my life that i know who are in my life you know and, and it's just not a good thing to do that um so that second experience that was brought to my attention really fanned the fire that the first experience gave to me and i didn't talk about it probably because there was something in the recesses waiting to come forward and it did you know um i just again i i i i send out my heart to those who feel that they have to and i send out a cautious heart to those who are doing it for no good reason and <laughs> that's about all i wanted to talk about tonight um i do <laughs> excuse me i'm still barely getting over these allergies but um i i do still want to touch on those other topics um i i had a lot to say about you know the christ oil um and and what that means and what it is because it can be a metaphorical and it can be and it is a literal um empathic accelerations most definitely because they're here especially if you're an empath you are feeling a lot of things right now and then of course um the topic about love and desperation and 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 really like it's just kind of my thoughts on how people objectify others so much and again i've been there i used to be the one like checking people out for physical attributes or for lusty intentions but now i just get sickened when i hear it and that's just a truly a topic for another day but um those were just 
you know, a few things that I, and then, oh, the integrity thing. I'm so excited to finish reading that article because it was really, really good. Um, and again, you know, self-reliant research. I'm not going to tell you where I'm getting this stuff from because I want you to find out for yourself because I guarantee you the same article that you or I read, the same interview that you or I listen to, the same podcast that we listen to or view or whatever, we're probably going to get something different from it. On, on both, I mean, on both ends, and maybe if you're an individual who speaks about what you read or listen to or see or hear, um, maybe you'll have points that I would miss. And and I hope that when I do these podcasts, it resonates. Some of this information resonates with you, and and you're able to take it to heart. And, and take it into consideration, you know, um, that's really what I, I, I'm about. And getting the intent out there, getting the good vibrations out there, because I'm about raising light and positivity and, and, and fluidity and unity in this life. That is why I'm here. And, you know, not to be grandiose about it, but, you know, like, I truly feel that way. And I, I you know... I, if I can't talk about it, I don't know. I don't know. I would probably just be going about my life and I would be having experiences on a personal level where people would just wonder why I'm so happy. (laughs) Um, and it would probably spread that way on a much slower scale, but I have this outlet and I'm just going to keep talking until someone listens. So for those of you who have, and for those of you who are going to, because I know you will, um, I thank you for your listening ears. I thank you for your open mind. And I thank you for your light heart. Until next time, love, peace, joy, compassion, patience, empathy, discernment, mercy, abundance, gratitude, harmony, faith. It is in you. It is in me, it is in us, now.